Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Steven Snyder, and you're listening to The Relationship Doctor. Today, I'd like to show you the best way in the world to win an argument. No one in a relationship ever won an argument just by being right. I mean, there's nothing the matter with being right. Maybe once in a while you might even get the other person to admit it. But I want to propose something paradoxical. In the long run, the best way to win an argument is to make sure your partner feels like they're winning too. Most couples, when they get into an argument, don't really listen to each other. Instead, they just react to each other emotionally. Getting all emotional tends to dial up the drama and causes lots of chaos. Most often, of course, when you're in the middle of an argument, you just want to win. There are all sorts of sneaky tactics people use when they try to win. Have you ever insisted that if your partner really loved you, they'd give you what you want? Or maybe suggested that if only your partner were less anxious, less obsessive-compulsive, or less burdened by unresolved issues with their father, they'd surely see things your way? In the long run, these tactics can do a fair amount of damage to your relationship. Today, I want to show you a better way. But first, let's look at what conventionally happens when couples argue. Let's say Jesse and Pat have been married for a few years. One night, they go to a party. Jesse notices Pat drinking more than usual and getting louder than usual and gets upset. Pat notices Jesse getting upset and gets angry. The next morning, they're arguing about whether or not Pat drank too much. Of course, arguments like this usually accomplish nothing. The next time Jesse and Pat go to a party, the same thing is likely to happen. So I want to show you a better way to argue. The technique goes by many names. In mindfulness work, it's called mindful communication. There are three essential steps. In the first step, person A gets to speak uninterrupted for a set time, say, two minutes. Person B just listens. In the second step, person B states their understanding of what person A just said. And in the third and final step, person A confirms that person B heard them correctly, or if not, asked to go through the whole thing again. Then you switch roles. The crucial difference between this technique and conventional arguing is that no one is trying to convince their partner they're right. Instead, it's understood that your feelings and desires are often going to be fundamentally in conflict. Once you accept that you each have different needs, you're halfway to solving the problem. Your focus can then shift towards looking for the best practical solution. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. 
Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate. Pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Let me show you how this works. Let's say the next time Jesse and Pat go to a party, Pat drinks too much again, and Jesse again gets exasperated. The next morning, Pat gets ready for another round of the same argument. But let's say this time Jesse decides to try the mindful communication technique we just discussed. Look, Jesse says, let's see if we can make this more productive. Let's just each talk about what we experienced last night. Pure and simple. No drama. You tell me your side, and I promise I'll listen to what you have to say. Then what, says Pat. Then we'll switch, says Jesse. You go first. Okay, says Pat, thinking this is going to be easy. Last night, I'm at the party, relaxing and drinking with my friends, and then I look over and see you with that sour face on, and I think, why can't Jesse ever just let me have fun? That basically ruins the whole night for me. Got it, says Jesse. Now let me make sure I heard you. Jesse repeats back what Pat said, but in Jesse's own words. Yeah, says Pat, that's pretty much it. Good, says Jesse. Now, can I tell you what I experienced last night? I felt embarrassed and a little lonely. Once you start drinking, I know I'm going to be pretty much on my own for the rest of the night. Now tell me what you heard me say. But Pat had been busy thinking of ways to argue the point instead of listening to what Jesse said. Being a bit hungover from the night before didn't help matters either. Say it again, prompts Pat. Jesse repeats it about how Pat's drinking makes Jesse feel embarrassed and lonely. Do you really feel that lonely when I'm drinking? Pat asks. I didn't know that. All I could see was how angry you were. I didn't know you were lonely. Well, I'm glad you know now, Jesse says. One reason this technique works is that it provides something called mirroring. When Pat reflects back what Jesse says, it's like Pat's holding up a mirror for Jesse to see their own reflection. Mirroring is something good parents do with their children. They pay close attention to what the child seems to be experiencing and they reflect it back to the child in ways that validate what the child is feeling. This helps build empathy. With adults, the technique works pretty much the same. We still need lots of mirroring. So let's get back to Jesse and Pat. The next time Jesse and Pat are at a party, Pat has a couple of drinks, then glances over at Jesse, who looks upset. Pat walks over to where Jesse is sitting. I just wanted to make sure you didn't feel lonely, Pat says. Thanks for remembering, Jesse says. Pat asks whether Jesse wants to come hang out at the bar. No, I'm good, Jesse says. Pat smiles. It feels good to be connected again. Hey, Jesse, Pat asks on the way home. That thing we did last week instead of arguing, where we just listened to each other, what's that called? Jesse thinks for a moment. I don't remember, but I like that we both got to win. 
What's your most pressing relationship question? Email it to me at relationshipdoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. You might even hear your question on the show. For more useful tips on getting more of what you need in a relationship and holding on to it once you get it, follow me on Twitter and Facebook. Check out my book, Love Worth Making, How to Have Ridiculously Great Sex in a Long-Lasting Relationship. And be sure to listen and subscribe to Relationship Doctor on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please note that all content here is for informational purposes only. This content does not replace the professional judgment of your own mental health provider. Please consult a licensed mental health professional for all individual questions and issues. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.